inning as Mike Cuellar tries for his 22nd. And 2 to nothing, Detroit over Washington, and they're in the eighth inning of that ball game. Time to play ball. The Dodgers and the San Diego Padres from Dodger Stadium. And now for the play-by-play, here's Ben Scully. Ready? Thank you, Jerry. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant Sunday to you, whoever you may be. Here we go in the third and final game of the year between the Dodgers and the Padres. The Dodgers have had a great deal of success here. They've won seven out of eight. They lost the series in San Diego where the Padres won five of the nine. Don Sutton, for the seventh time in quest, well, not of the impossible dream, but of his 16th victory. So Sutton ready to work to Tommy Haller. Parker Sizemore, Wills, and Lefevre with Gabrielson, Davis, and Crawford in the outfield. And Jose Arcia, the second baseman, right-hand batter leading off. Sutton into the windup and delivers, and the first one's a strike. Going one. Thanks to Corey, the plate umpire, wearing that short-sleeved black shirt. And then in short-sleeved white shirts, the other three umpires, Davidson, Pryor, and Benson. Strike one curveball is fouled at the plate, and the count 0-2. And, oh and 2 the count. Sutton into the windup and delivers. And the pitch is swung on and missed, and down goes Arcia. Pitch in on the hand. One away. Shortstop, Roberto Pena, hitting 241. He has four home runs, 26 runs batted in. Pena, right hand hitting shortstop. On deck, Ollie Brown. Haller setting a target behind the plate and Sutton into the windup. Don ready and delivers. Soft curve, a one-hopper at Sizemore. Ted stays with it, throws him out. Two down in the first inning. And right fielder Ollie Brown coming up. Ollie hitting 259. He has 18 home runs, 52 runs batted in. Possessor of one of the truly fine throwing arms in the National League. Fine all-around ball player. Ali stole two bases last night. He has stolen nine. He's been bothered with a little bit of back trouble, but he reports he's okay now. To repeat a couple of the big ball games, Houston 2, Atlanta 1 at the end of five and a half innings. Denny LeMaster and Britton relieved Pappas. The pitch to Brown is strike. Mill Pappas went five. They're just about getting way under that candlestick. No report yet. Merritt and Bolin. 0-1 to count to Ollie Brown. Sutton ready. Here he comes. Fastball for a strike. 0-2. The Mets were brought down to earth today as the Pirates beat them 5-3. The Cardinals, however, are tied up with the Cubs. Breaking ball, low and away, ball one. They're in the bottom of the eighth inning in St. Louis. Holtzman and Gibson, all even at one apiece. Now the strike two pitch, swung on, grounded down to Sizemore's left. Teddy is up with it nicely, gets Brown, and that's it. They're gone in the first inning. And at the end of the half an inning, Padres nothing, Dodgers coming up. Round trip Los Angeles to San Francisco, 75 cents. Round trip Los Angeles to Sacramento, 80 cents. 
Christown TV and the Christown Shopping Center, 19th Avenue and West Bethany Home Road presents from Magnavox, a new color television set that will be as important to viewers as new supersonic airplanes are to air travelers. From Magnavox comes a revolutionary achievement which solves the problem of annoying color variations in color TV. It's Total Automatic Color TV. Total Automatic Color from Magnavox makes tuning of color TV so simple a child can tune it perfectly. Total Automatic Color from Magnavox eliminates annoying color variations and the need for bothersome picture adjustments or tuning. Magnavox now lets you select the flesh tone colors most pleasing to you and keeps them that way in every picture from every program on any channel or network. Just set it once and forget it. No variance of colors from program to commercial, from program to program, or from channel to channel. See the complete line of Magnavox Color TVs. Now with total automatic color at Christown TV in the Christown Shopping Center, 19th Avenue and West Bethany Home Road. Christown TV and Magnavox, a colorful combination. The outfield of Al Ferrari in left, Jerry Morales in center, and Ollie Brown in right. The Dodgers will have Maury Wills, Ted Sizemore, and Willie Davis. Clay Kirby, five victories and 18 defeats, turned in a great performance his last time out in Crosley Field. He allowed just three hits and beat Cincinnati two to one. Kirby, with 18 defeats, that is actually the mark of a good pitcher. You have to be that good to get that many opportunities. Amari Wills will start it off. Wills, who has caught fire and is hitting 318 now as a Dodger, 283 all told. Moy with a 13-game hitting streak, and he's hit about 430 during the streak. To be exact, 439. So Wills starting it. Clay Kirby hides the ball back of the right hip, looks into Canizero, Kelly in on the grass, and the first pitch of the day to Wills, taken on the outside corner for a strike. 0-1. As soon as we get further reports on the big games in the Wild West and also an extra score on Chicago, we'll pass it to you. Little fly ball back at second base and Arcia catches it for the out. One away. We will be able to furnish particulars in the Cincinnati Giant game or in direct cuts with candlestick. Bob Bolin, 7-7 seven and seven, against Jim Merritt, who is 16-7. and seven. They're both over four and earned run average. Now here's Ted Sizemore. The first pitch foul back. Of a candlestick pregame ceremonies, Willie McCovey is receiving the Arch Ward Award for being the most valuable player in this year's All-Star Game in Washington. So they'll get that game underway shortly. The pitch to Ted Sizemore missing. One ball, one strike. Sizemore hitting 277. Ted, the closest thing to an Iron Man, hits a line drive up in the air. Goes Arcia one-handed. Oh, a nice play by the San Diego second baseman, Jose Arcia. He's a big, rangy guy. He looks more like a a second baseman's version of Marty Marion, and he went high in the air to take a hit away from Sizemore. Two down, and here's Willie Davis. Mike Epstein of Washington just hit a grand slam home run 
He has 27 home runs this year, does Big Mike. So he sure profited from Ted Williams' presence. So Washington has turned it around on Mickey Lolich and Detroit. They're leading at least 4-2 in the eighth inning. Willie Davis at the plate. Willie hitting 320. Checks on a breaking ball. Canazero asking Sakori to check, and Sakori does, and it's a strike. Frank didn't think he had swung, but third base umpire Venzen could see a little better from his angle. 0-1 to Willie Davis. Boy, what a night Davis had last night. He had a single, double, triple. He scored twice, drove in two, and stole two bases. He takes in the dirt, and it goes to the backstop, and the count one and one. Two out, first inning, no score, just the start of the ballgame. The Dodgers start the day tied with the Giants a game and a half back of Atlanta and a half a game out of second place behind Cincinnati. Ground ball is short. Pena takes it as it skids a bit, throws him out, and the Dodgers are gone in the first inning. And at the end of one, no score. It's never too late to field an all-star team. A case in point is the team of stars managed by your union oil dealer that perform for you every day. For instance, in the cleanup spot is Royal 76 Premium Gasoline, made with special effective detergents to keep your engine cleaner. In addition, Royal 76 Premium packs the power that you need in your lineup for today's kind of driving. And no all-star team is complete without a great battery. And Union's got the best rugged, dependable, long-life Union 5-star batteries. The Union 5-star battery has 20 times more impact strength and outperforms any battery its size. Royal 76 Premium Gasoline and Union 5-star batteries are only two members of your Union Oil Dealer's dream team. Plenty more, which is why we say when you're looking for someone to look after you, look up to 76. The end of one here at Dodger Stadium. No score, the Padres and the Dodgers. Right-handers Don Sutton and Clay Kirby. Tomorrow night... The Cincinnati Reds will be here. The Reds here tomorrow for a single game, and then Tuesday night at Twilight Night doubleheader. On the message board, happy anniversary to Mr. and Mrs. James Nelson of Pomona, spending the day with PFC Charles Harden Jr., just returned from Vietnam. Al Ferrara, who has played great ball against the Dodgers all year, had a rough night last night. He struck out three times and popped up. So Ferrara checks in at the plate, hitting 264, and Sutton into the windup. Don delivers, and the first one hit foul or first out of play, slicing back into the lower deck. 0-1. Ferrara, with 13 home runs, 53 runs batted in. Sutton into the windup and the strike one pitch on the way. Breaking ball over nicely. Strike two. 0 and 2. At the end of six in Atlanta, 2 to 1 Houston. At the end of eight in St. Louis, Cubs Cardinals 1 1. Pittsburgh beat the Mets. Barra takes a breaking ball away. 1 and 2. They're just about ready to get underway at Candlestick in what would be the rubber game of the three-game series. Bob Bolin and Jimmy Merritt. Sutton into the windup and the 1-2 pitch. Grounded foul outside of third and down the line. 
in the Dodger bullpen, testing his right foot and ankle and getting ready for a start, Bill Singer. And boy, you couldn't believe the color of the Bill Singer's right foot after having been hit by that line drive the night before last off the bat of Ollie Brown. It's the angriest looking thing you ever saw, and it will turn still another color. But he goes rolling along. He's tightly taped. The one-two pitch is hit on the fist. A looper. Will's out. Can't get it. Picked up by Sizemore. So Ferrara nudges one over Maury Will's glove for a base hit. And the batter will be Nate Colbert. Number 17. So Ferrara at first base, and here's Nate Colbert. Colbert with 21 home runs, 49 RBIs, takes high and away, ball one. Colbert at 252 average. 1-0 to count to Nate. Now Sutton comes back with a breaking ball, swung on and missed. 1-1. One Nice, quiet game at Chicago at the end of five and a half innings. The White Sox, 10, and Oakland, 8. 1-1 one, one pitch to Nate, taken in there for a strike, 1-2. and two. They're in the ninth inning at St. Louis. The Chicago Cubs are up. A 1-1 one, one tie, and the Mets lost. The Cubs, trailing by three and a half, have a chance to pick up a game. One-two pitch on the way to Colbert. High and inside, ball two. As we mentioned earlier, we have direct contact with Candlestick, so as soon as we get a report of notice while we'll pass it along, we won't bother giving you individual outs. But as soon as something of importance happens, why, well, you'll have it almost immediately. Two-two pitch to Colbert is fouled away. So Nate's still there, two and two. Colbert had one hit last night, a double to right center. He has a lot of power. He homered in the first game. Sutton is 15 and 15. Throw to first base, not in time. The Reds here tomorrow night, Claude Osteen will be going after his 20th against either Tony Cloninger, well, figures Tony Cloninger of the Reds. 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed, strike three. That's strikeout number two for Sutton. Number 16, Tuesday's Twilight Night doubleheader. The Dodgers have Bill Singer, and we told you he just tested his right ankle throwing in the bullpen. Singer will be going after his 20th. Joe Moeller will pitch the second game, and the Dodgers will run up against Gary Nolan and Jerry Arrigo. They got a big series coming up. It'll be disposed of in two days, Monday night and then the Twilight Night or Tuesday evening with the Reds. Van Kelly, left-hand hitting third baseman, hitting 244. Takes a strike. The Dodgers like to pitch him inside. They've kept the ball more or less on his hands throughout the series. Sutton at the belt for a very short lead. The pitch to Kelly is a bouncer down to Wills. He steps on second, doubles Kelly at first. 
Well, trying to get Wills, but he was the little man that wasn't there when Al went into his slide. So it's a 6-3 double play. No runs to hit, nobody left at the end of an inning and a half, no score. Anytime you want a drinkable, likable, comfortable kind of beer, think of Fergie. This comfortable quality that Fergie's got is really unique. Comes from being brewed with soft water. Fergie's comfortable so you can enjoy that fine beer taste glass after cold, wet, beautiful glass. Comfortable Fergie is all about enjoyment, refreshment, and great beer taste as long as you like. Fergie, a comfortable kind of beer. Bottom of the second inning, no score in the ball game. We can tell you about the first inning up at Candlestick. The first two batters went out. Then they had a rhubarb. Alex Johnson hit a line drive in short left field to Ken Henderson, the giant outfielder. Ken apparently making a fine shoestring catch for the out. The Cincinnati bench and bullpen argued that he dropped the ball, and at least 10 Cincinnati players were on the field arguing with the umpires. The umpires conferred, and manager Clyde King went out to talk to them. The Giants had already left the field, but Cincinnati had not taken the field. Now the umpires talking to Kenny Henderson, and at this point, only Alex Johnson was standing on first base. Everybody else on the field were arguing. The Giants then returned to the field, and the umpires ruled that Henderson evidently dropped the ball, and Johnson was credited with a base hit. And then Tony Perez came up and struck out. So, much ado about nothing, and the top of the first is over with. The Reds failed to score, but they got in an argument and won their case, if not the game. Len Gabrielson hits one foul, back of the plate, and out of play. And the count 0-1 to Gabe. I always remember a friend of mine who was a very good minor league ball player, never quite made it very big in the big leagues, pitched to Gabe High 1-1. One and, one. and he was involved in one of those diving catches, and the umpires, he was playing in the outfield. The umpires couldn't tell whether he caught the ball or not. And it was in... Oh, let's see. It was in Omaha, I believe. And he was that kind of a guy. He told the umpires that he trapped the ball, and the hometown fans, his fans, booed. The pitch to Gabe High, ball two, two and one. Two and one to Candlelin. Wes Parker on deck. Had one hit in the game. That was a single to center, a looper by Al Ferraro over Will's outstretched hands. Clay Kirby and Don Sutton. Kirby ready in the 2-1 pitch. Fastball pulled on the ground to Arcia. Jose up with it, throws him out. Arcia has handled three of the first four batters. The hitter will be Wes Parker. Number 20, Wes Parker. Parker hitting 283. One out, bottom of the second, no score. Dodgers in San Diego in their final meeting of the year. Kirby delivers, breaking ball, low, ball one, one and oh. 
Kelly up about even with the bag at third. Kirby comes back 1-0, and it's on the hand, swung on and missed, and the count one and one. The Cubs failed to score in the ninth inning. So the Cardinals come up in the bottom of the ninth, a 1-1 tie, Kenny Holtzman and Bob Gibson. Here's a 1-1 pitch to Parker. Fastball line drive right by the right hip of Clay Kirby and on out into center field. So Parker hit that one sharply to center, and the batter will be Willie Crawford. Willie Crawford. They hit the home run last night to the opposite field, stuffing one into the left field bleachers. So Willie has 10 home runs, 39 runs batted in, hitting 254. One out, Parker at first. West has stolen four bases in five attempts this year. Crawford takes a breaking ball low, ball one. Chris Canagero likes to throw that ball. He's always ready behind the plate. Jim Lefevre on deck. Now the 1-0 pitch to Crawford. Swung on a miss, throw to first. Not in time, Parker back. Canizero will worry you to death. Base runners are his perfect target. One and one, the count to Willie Crawford. Kirby at the belt. Checks Parker, works Crawford high. Ball two, two and one. Jimmy LaFever in a starting role today, waiting his turn on deck. The 2-1 pitch inside under the hands, ball three. Three and one, the count to Willie Crawford. One out, second inning, no score. We told you Cincinnati failed to score in the first inning. The Giants also came up empty. So at the end of one, at candlestick, no score. Pitch to Crawford on the outside corner. Strike two. Three and two. We'll see about Parker going now with a full count and one down. Colbert holding the bag on West. Kirby hands it aside, reading Canizero. Young right-hander ready and backs off the rubber. Kirby, 21 years old. Parker goes, and it's ball four. Down and away to Crawford. So two on, one out, and Jimmy Lefevre coming up. Jimmy Lefevre had a pinch hit double last night. He has had nine hits in the 24 at-bats he's had during the past 10 games he's played. That would mean 10 games since the 24th of August, so he has been used sparingly. In those 10 games, he's hit 375, so that's one reason he's in there today. Clay Kirby, 6'3", 175-pounder from Washington, D.C. Ex-Cardinal property, he pitched on their championship Tulsa club last year. Pitched to Lefevre low, ball one, one and oh. Clay has been pitching professionally for four years. One ball, no strikes to Jim Lefevre. 
Kirby looks at the runners, back to the plate, and Lefevre lifts a fly ball to Jerry Morales. He has to go back on the ball, still going back to the wall, believe it or not, and it's against the wall. Couldn't believe that ball carried that far. Parker is just now scoring, and Crawford goes to third. That is one of the rare fly balls here at Dodger Stadium that was really caught up in a jet stream. When the ball was hit, Morales first just moved to his left. Then he turned sideways, and he looked like he had it all the way. Never mind looking at the ball, just watching Morales. And he kept going back and going back and going back, and suddenly he was on the track, and then he was at the wall, and it hit the wall. Only now are the flags fluttering at all. So a rather deceptive double for Jimmy Lefevre, which is why the Dodgers scored only one run on it, and they'll walk Tommy Haller. Parker was right at second base when the ball finally hit the wall. So Haller will get an intentional walk. Well, that was quite a double for Jimmy Lefevre, and the Dodgers lead one to nothing. So that gives Lefevre doubles in consecutive at-bats, and he's 10 for 25 now. So he's been hitting 400 in the last 10. Before we see Don Sutton, let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. Don Sutton coming up to the plate with the base loaded and one out. Dodgers leading one to nothing. So Clay Kirby gives up that just about a 400-foot double to Jimmy Lefevre in the Dodgers' lead. Base is loaded, one out, and Sutton trying to help himself, and Kirby decides he'll pitch out of a stretch. So he's thinking that possibly Sutton would try to squeeze in Crawford. Clay at the belt, the pitch to Sutton, a full swing, and he fouled it at the plate in the count 0-1. Sutton taking a long look at Danny Ozark's signs. Strike one pitch on the way to Don Sutton. He's after it and hits it to Sutton. Morales coming over. One hand just tagging his Crawford. He's coming. The throw to the plate. A good throw. He is out at the plate. A great tag by Chris Canizero. Canizero is shaken up and hurt on the play. It was a courageous tag because he had to catch the ball and go right into the charging Crawford. And with Willie Crawford running under a full head of steam, that's 195 pounds of concrete that just fell on Canizero. And Canizero made a gritty play, and he had to pay the price for it. He was hit and twisted, and they lift him up onto his feet, and now he slowly walks off. A great play. A fine throw by Morales and a sensational tag by Canizero. So the Dodgers wind up with one run, two hits, two left. And at the end of two, Dodgers won, Padres nothing. You know, in sports, you often hear a player referred to as an all-pro, all-star, all this and that. Well, you know, Farmer John is an all-something that really is something. That's his all-meat wieners. Farmer John wieners are not only all-meat, but they're the best meat. 
fresh eastern corn-fed pork, and fresh, lean, juicy, homegrown beef. And Farmer John wieners have a tantalizing taste all their own, too, because Farmer John smokes them, just like he smokes his famous bacon over native western wood. So there's a wild and wonderful western flavor from tip to tip in every tender, tasty morsel. Yes, indeed, whether you broil them, boil them, or barbecue them, you just can't beat the fabulous flavor of Farmer John wieners. So the next time you shop, pick up a package or two of Farmer John all-meat wieners, gold medal winners at the California State Fair. Look for them in the delicatessen section of your market. And if you don't see them, speak up and ask for them. Farmer John wieners. Through two innings, the Dodgers leading one to nothing. As we go to the third for more play-by-play from all of us here in the booth, a very happy birthday to Jerry Doggett. Well, thank you, Vinny, and away we go now with Morales coming on. I'm sure glad you didn't say how many. No. Okay. <laughs> Morales coming up now. The wind-up and the pitch on the way by Sutton is a curveball for a strike. Morales threw the strike to the plate, and the great tag by Canizero, and Canizero's due up next. Meanwhile, at Candlestick, the Reds go down one, two, three in the second. No score at the end of an inning and a half. Curveball for a strike, and it is 0-2. Meanwhile, at St. Louis, they go into overtime now. The Cubs and the Cardinals 1-1 with Holtzman going against Gibson. Morales takes outside for ball 1-2. Jerry Morales, right-hand hitter, playing in center field as the Padres take a look at him. He's just been recalled. This is his ninth game with the Padres. Here's the 1-2 pitch on the way. High inside for ball. Two and two. The Mets lost. They were beaten by Pittsburgh five to three. Houston leading Atlanta two to one. Here's a ground ball to short. Wills has to wait for a hop and got the tough one. Makes his play in time. Murray almost walked into one that time. He moved up a step and stopped abruptly and waited for the ball to come to him and took a bad hop up to his belt, but he made the play. So one away, and here's Canizero. He also contributed to the fine play made by the Padres as he made the tag on Crawford as Willie came racing by at full speed. One away in the third. Chris stepping in, batting 227. He's a fine receiver. Has a good arm, good catcher. He's been around about nine years now. Canizero was the San Diego Padres representative on the All-Star game. Here's Sutton's pitch, bounced over the mound, off his glove behind second. Wills, a great play, throws, he's out. A bouncer right over the mound, and it might have been touched briefly by Sutton or just very little. Wills then went behind second base. When he straightened up, he was on the first base side of the bag and made a good throw to get Canizel. So two down now, and the pitcher, Clay Kirby, coming on. Don Sutton working for the Dodgers, trying for his 16th win. Don has a four-game losing streak. He last won at Montreal on August the 15th. He's made six starts since then with four losses. Here's a curve strike to Kirby. So now he has a run to work on. He's playing against the Padres and Kirby, and the Dodgers are trying to turn the tables on San Diego. The Padres beat them four straight last weekend in San Diego. The Dodgers trying for a sweep here. Strike two on a curve, and it's 0-2 now to Kirby. The Dodgers had a run on a single, a walk, a double, and then had uh, Crawford out at the plate trying to score. 
slider is high. One ball and two strikes. So the Cubs, who are trying to avoid any further disaster in the National League East, are tied up in the 10th. There's a curveball for strike three. Down he goes. Side retired. Kirby down on strikes, and it is three up and three down. The score at the end of two and a half innings of play. Dodgers won, and the Padres nothing. Camp West Industries, located at 2802 Grand Avenue in Phoenix, is camper headquarters in the valley. It's the home of Tramper Camper, the quality-built camper that offers more for your camper dollar, and the beautiful Travette, the Cadillac of campers. Camp West features many accessories for your camper. In fact, everything that goes in, on, or around the camper. If the call of the desert, a rushing stream, tall pines, and the outdoors is your pleasure, a camper is the answer. Build your own. Camp West Industries has everything you need to do just that. But whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or prefer the ready-made type for quality campers and camper accessories, the place to see is Camp West at 2802 Grand Avenue. Easy to get to. Just north of Thomas Road and a block west of Black Canyon Freeway on Grand Avenue. Camp West is open six days a week, Monday through Friday till 9, Saturday till 5. So before you buy your camper, see Camp West, your volume camper dealer. For quality, price, and service, that's Camp West Industries, 2802 Grand Avenue in Phoenix. Done it again. To the last of the third now, and the top of the order for the Dodgers, Will Sizemore and Davis coming on. Maury popped up his first time. Maury has a 13-game hitting streak going. That's his third streak of the year. He had a 10-game streak in June, and a 14-game streak in July, and now he has a September streak going. This one, 13 games, began on the 1st of September. So Maury coming on here in the bottom of the third inning. The Cubs did not score in the 10th inning, so it is tied 1-1. Holtzman and Gibson there. The Cubs have lost 9 out of 10. The Mets who had won 10 straight lost today. And Steve Blass was the winning pitcher for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, uh, 5 runs, 7 hits, no errors. New York, 3 runs, 11 hits, and no errors. The Mets now have 16 to play. The Cubs will have 15 after today. The Pirates are 9 behind, rather 10 behind. They were 11 behind going into today. All right, here is Wills at bat now, facing Clay Kirby. Right-hander into the windup, and the pitch on the way to Maury. Comes up high, one ball and no strikes. 1-0 count. Here's Kirby into the windup again and the pitch on the way. Swung on loop foul upstairs to our left. Count is one and one. One ball and one strike. Will's waiting and Kirby ready again. There's a looper to left center field. Might drop coming Morales and uh, the left fielder Faria makes a diving catch. Came up with it. Al is flat on his face and the ball is in his glove. He holds it up like a trophy, and Pereira made a sensational play to take an extra base hit away from Will. And now Al might have hurt himself on the dive. Out comes Pena, the shortstop. Morales is over to look at him. He might have got a little grass stain on his neck because he was really skidding along on his chin. And the ball is up now. Arce is also out looking to, at him, and uh, the San Diego trainer comes out. Let's see if Al got cut or jarred on it. Looks like he got a cut 
on his right eyebrow as he went skidding along on the ground. He made a great play, and perhaps he was cut by the glasses. His hat fell off, the glasses came off, and he has a cut above his left eyebrow in the forehead, and Preston Gomez now is motioning toward the dugout. They want some more first aid, I think, for Ferrara. The trainer is holding cotton or a handkerchief to the forehead to keep uh, the cut from bleeding anymore. Meanwhile, Chris Duca brings a towel from the dugout, and now Ferrara is walking off the field, and the trainer is with him, and they have a piece of gauze being held to his head, but suffered a cut as he skidded on the ground to make a sensational play. The bull doesn't want to go out, and I don't know whether he's going out or just going in for first hit. He's going to go out of the ball game because Ivan Morrell has come out to replace him. So, Ferrara, a great play to take an extra base hit away from Wills. And when he was sliding along on the ground, perhaps he broke his glasses and had suffered a cut on the forehead. Al is walking off, and the only problem, of course, is to stop the flow of blood. Al is not apparently not hurt. But the ball comes off and uh, gets a nice hand. Next Dodger, Al Ferrara, coming off, and I'm sure that makes Al feel good. We got a nice round of applause from the folks here at Dodger Stadium. He was always popular here in Los Angeles, and Al now goes off. That's the second great catch he's made against the Dodgers in the last two weeks. Down at San Diego last week, Al made a great catch on a drive by Willie Crawford into the left field corner. So Ferrara goes off and Morrell comes on. Meanwhile, at Candlestick Park, Dick Dietz has a home run in the first, the second inning with one on, and it's now two to nothing in favor of the Giants. We'll give you a rundown on that inning in just a moment. Morrell being substituted into left field in the ball game. Morrell going into left. And Teddy Sizemore will be the batter with one out. So credit the foot out to Farrar, and he has to leave the ball game. And a final score in for St. Louis as Lou Brock hit a home run in the 10th inning to beat his ex-teammates, and they hung him an apogee in St. Louis yesterday. The Cub fans did, and he comes back to taunt them today and beat the Cubs. Two to one. Here's Sizemore waiting, and the pitch on the way is a curveball down low. One ball and no strikes. One and the count. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. Curveball, line to left center field. This one's going to drop for a base hit. Over to cut it off as Morales kicks it. And Sizemore around, heads for second. Here's the throw, he's safe. So Sizemore gets a double, and now the play by Ferrara is really emphasized because that would have been a Dodger run. Here's Willie Davis at bat. Willie grounded out his first time up. The ball game is in the third. Sizemore at second base in the pitch to Willie. Swinging a fly ball into short right field. Coming on fast is Ollie Brown, and he makes the running catch for the out. So the ball hung up for Ollie, and he raced in to haul it down. Two away, and Len Gabrielson coming up. Sizemore holding at second base. In the second inning at Candlestick, Willie McCovey lined the ball into center field for a single in front of third baseman Tony Perez who was playing center field as the Reds put on a four-man outfield and a three-man infield against McCovey. 
And then Dick Dietz hit a home run over the uh, fence in left field. And the Giants scored two times in the second inning and lead two to nothing. Here's Gableson at bat in the third. Now the stretch and the look. Pitch on the way. Fastball is up high. One ball and no strikes. Third inning. Dodgers lead one to nothing. And a great play by Ferrara has kept them from another run. Ferrara had to leave the game. Morrell is playing in left field now. Gabe waiting. Grounded out his first time up. Kirby's pitch. Curve is in there for a strike. And it is one and one. So Lou Brock beats the Cubs for the Cardinals. A home run in the 10th inning. His 12th of the year. Bob Gibson, the winner, got his 18th. Jerry Holtzman lost his 11th. One and one the count. Checking the pitch. Gabe takes a curve. Strike two around the knees. Meanwhile, at Atlanta, it is two to one in favor of Houston playing in the bottom of the 8th inning. The Mets maintain their three-and-a-half game league lead. They have 16 to play. The Cubs have 15 to play. Cubs have nine at home, six on the road. The Mets have eight at home, eight on the road left. And a three-and-a-half game margin. A little over two weeks to go in the season. Season ends two weeks from Thursday. Here's the pitch. Gabe swings a bouncer back over the middle behind second. Great stop by Arcia. Throw to first base in time, and the Padres brought their gloves along again today. In the entire series at San Diego last week, they played sparkling defensive ball, and now they've made two great plays in one inning to keep the Dodgers from scoring. A fine play by Arcia behind second base to take a base hit away from Gabrielson. No runs, one hit, one left on, and the score through three innings of play. The Dodgers won, and the Padres nothing. Hey, Hobie Alter, who do you look up to when everyone around you is being wiped out by some wild surf at Waimea Bay? I look up to the Haleiwa life-saving team, but usually all I see when I look up is another 25-foot wave. Hey, Hobie Alter, who do you look up to when your car isn't taking the big hills like it should? I look up to 76. Those guys can really spot the trouble fast. They really know cars. They're trained that way. When you're looking for someone to look after you, Look up to 76 to pinpoint your car's problem. And look up to 76 to keep it from happening again. With the finest in auto care products, like our Union Super Motor Oil, the oil designed for today's supercars. When you're looking for someone to look after you, All right, let's go to the fourth inning. One to nothing. Dodgers leading in a fine ball game here. Don Sutton ready to pitch. Let's go back to play, and here's Ben. All right, Jerry. Jose Arcia, the second baseman who made the nice play on Len Gabrielson, will start it off. We've had three sparkling plays by San Diego up to here. Arcia swings at a curve and doesn't get it on one. He had the diving catch by Ferrara, the backhanded job by Arcia on the ground ball by Gabe, and the great tag by Canizero on the charging Willie Crawford. Strike one pitch on the way is inside, one and one. One ball and one strike to Jose Arcia. He struck out in the first inning. Sutton into the windup and delivers, and it's swung on and fouled at the plate. One and two.
Dodger run came in the second inning. Parker single, Crawford walked, and Lefevre hit a deceptive drive to center that just kept carrying up against the boards for a double. And Parker, who was ready to tag up on a catch, instead scored on the double. The one-two pitch to Arcia fouled away. The Yankees beat the Red Sox 3-2 in their ball game that has just concluded in New York. One and two the count. Arcia pops it in the air back at shortstop. Wills goes out. Gabe comes in. Gabe is there. And Len makes the catch. One away. Roberto Pena rounded out in the first inning. Hit a one-hopper right at Sizemore. Pena always a dangerous hitter, particularly with men on base, because he makes contact most of the time. Roberto Pena rounded out in the first inning. Hit a one-hopper right at Sizemore. Pena always a dangerous hitter, particularly with men on base, because he makes contact most of the time. He pops it in the air to right field, and Crawford comes in. Willie waiting for it, now has to back up a couple of steps and makes the catch. Two out on the fourth. They're in the bottom of the eighth inning in Atlanta. And Houston leading two to one back of Denny LeMaster. Boy, was that a heartbreaker for Larry Durker last night. Losing a no-hitter in the ninth. And then having the Braves come from behind in the 13th to win. Well, the Masters leading 2-1 to one in the bottom of the 8th inning right now. Giants leading Cincinnati. And the Reds fail to score in the 3rd inning. Sutton into the windup. Don delivers. And the pitch outside. 1-0. We told you that Dick Beach hit a home run with McCovey aboard in the 2nd. In the 3rd inning... The Reds go out with Bobby Bonds making a great catch of a drive hit by Bobby Tolan. It's fouled away. Apparently, from the report out of Candlestick, if Bonds does not make the catch, it's at least a double, and with Tolan's speed, maybe even a triple. But Bonds caught it for the third out. Reds failed to score in the third. 1-1 pitch on the way. On the corner for a strike. And the count, 1-2. and two. So the end of two and a half, Giants two, Reds nothing. Sutton reading Haller. Don into the windup and the one-two pitch. Breaking ball low and inside, ball two. The Dodgers one run, three hits. The Padres no runs, one hit. A bloop single to center by Al Ferrara who had to leave the game after making that great catch on the looper hit by Will. Two and two. Now Sutton's fastball is a one-hopper at Sizemore, who's up with it, and Ted throws him out. So the Padres are gone in the fourth. Sutton now has retired the last eight in a row. And at the end of three and a half innings, Dodgers one, Padres nothing. Well, you know, friends, when we say we're glad to be here bringing you tonight's game, we really mean that, because we think baseball fans are some of the world's greatest people. And we like to think that we're bringing you something you'd have to miss if it weren't for the radio. Well, I know you, you give your eye teeth and your arm to be right here with all of us. So we try to bring you all the action, the spirit, and excitement, everything going on. Well, if we could, we'd even like to bring you the peanuts, hot dogs, and most important, 
high ice-cold Bergie beer. Sure, because we think Bergie in hand is even more important than a warm, sunny day when a man wants to settle down and get comfortable. You know, they call Bergie a comfortable kind of beer. What they really mean is that Bergie has a light taste and a light feeling, so you can always enjoy more than one. But comfortable always makes me think of the times I enjoy beer most, the comfortable, easy-going, relaxing times. So if you want to make your comfortable times even more comfortable, settle down with a Bergie. Because, you know, when the people at Bergie say Bergie's a comfortable beer, they really mean that, too. Bottom of the fourth inning, the Dodgers leading the Padres one to nothing. Clay Kirby and Don Sutton. Nothing new on the scoreboard yet. We're waiting for a report out of Georgia. In the bottom of the eighth inning, Houston leading Atlanta two to one. Houston scored a run in the second inning. Each side scored a run in the fifth. And we are having Western Union problem now, so until that's ironed out, we won't hear about Georgia. Wes Parker singled the center in the second inning and then scored on that long drive by Lefevre. So Parker at the plate. Wes whistled one just by Clay Kirby's right hip in the second inning. Parker one for one, hitting 284. Kelly about even with the bag. Kirby, both feet on the rubber, checks with Canizero. First one is low. Parker running up as if to bunt. Want to know to West? The Cincinnati Reds are here tomorrow night. And a Twilight Night doubleheader Tuesday night. Whoops, here it comes. Pitch to Parker and knocks him down. Out of Atlanta. Rico Cardi had hit a home run earlier in the game in the fifth inning. And in the bottom of the eighth, with Houston leading 2-1, to one, Rico Cardi has just hit a two-run home run. And Atlanta has taken the lead again, 3-2. to two. Boy, Houston is reeling down there in Georgia. Are they losing the tough one? Pitch to Parker, high ball three. Houston, a very tough ball club at home, has a great deal of trouble winning on the road. They lost 4-3 to three the first game in Atlanta. They lost in 13 innings last night. And now in the eighth inning, they're suddenly trailing 3-2 at least. Here's the 3-0 pitch, and Parker takes ball four. Jim Bouton has had to come in and relieve Denny LeMaster. So LeMaster got into the eighth inning, leading 2-1, to one, and Cardi ripped him with a man aboard. And it's now 3-2 Atlanta. Braves trying to win their 82nd game. Also would make it six in a row. Willie Crawford walked in the second inning. Parker at first, held on by Nate Colbert. Play Kirby's fastball is hit to left field and down the line. Morrell coming to the line, just about at the line, crosses it and makes the catch for the out. Parker tags, goes to second, and he is in there. So Parker alertly tagging and moving over to second base on a foul ball caught by Ivan Morrell. One out, and here is Jimmy Lefevre. Lefevre hit a towering fly ball to center field in the second inning, and Jerry Morales thought he had to play all the way until he hit the wall. So Jimmy with that long double and a run batted in. He had a pinch hit double last night inside first base against Dave Roberts. And he's in the starting lineup today. So Jim with back-to-back doubles. Trying to pick up Parker. Kirby ready, delivers, and the pitch in the dirt. 
One ball and no strikes to count. Tom Haller on deck. Frank Sikori examining the ball now puts it back in play. One and oh, the count to Jim Lefevre. Kirby ready and delivers, and the breaking ball gets the corner for a strike, one and one. Dodgers one, Padres nothing. So at a glance, the Dodgers are winning. Atlanta winning. The Giants winning. The Mets lost, but so did the Cubs. So no change there. Except one day goes by. The 1-1 pitch is a high drive to deep right field. Back goes Ollie Brown. Away back. She's gone. Jimmy LaFever returns with a roar, and in his last three at-bats, he has two doubles and a two-run home run. Two books of Union Art Auto Script to Jimmy and Gene, and two books to the Cleveland House at Navy Service, 4360 Dozier Street, Los Angeles, 22, or 90022, if you wish. So Jimmy LaFever pinch hit last night and doubled inside first base. Today, in the regular lineup, doubled off the center field wall, and now in the fourth inning, puts one in the bleachers, and the Dodgers lead three to nothing. For Lefevre, he now has three home runs. He has 32 RBIs. The pitch to Haller is lifted back a shortstop. Pena out, along with Kelly. Morell comes in, but it's Pena. The Giants did not score in the third. The last time McCovey came up at Candlestick, they had four outfielders, including Tony Perez out there, and he singled. Now, with Willie coming up in the third inning, they had three infielders and two outfielders to the right of second base, so they really loaded it up. He hit one foul into the right field stands, took a strike, and then struck out, and the Giants failed to score. Don Sutton rolls one to short. Pena gloves it at the knee, makes Sutton run a little bit, and then throws him out. So the Dodgers pick up two runs on a booming home run by Lefevre. And at the end of four, Dodgers three, Padres nothing. Well, you know, when you're at the ballpark and you see an umpire inspect the ball, I'm sure you'd be reminded of rigid inspection. We are, too. That's the inspection that goes on down at Farmer John. All the sport products are prepared under the personal supervision of the boss himself. And he makes certain that they meet the exacting standards that have made Farmer John a household name throughout the West. And unlike most packers, Farmer John brings fresh eastern corn-fed pork out here live. Then it's U.S. inspected and dressed fresh right here in the West where his products are sold. So you can be sure that his Farmer John sausage, for instance, is not only as fresh as you can buy, but meets the most exacting inspection standards throughout the processing. Enjoy Farmer John's sausage soon. Since it's made to a secret old-time Western recipe, there's a wonderful Western flavor in every marvelous meaty morsel. Parmesan Fresh Country Sausage, the gold medal winner at the California State Fair. It's the easternmost in quality and the westernmost in flavor. Parmesan. 
Through four innings, the Dodgers leading the Padres three to nothing. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. In Phoenix, Arizona, KTAR Radio 620. You can charge your purchases and take many months to pay at Mary Lee's Beauty Salon, 307 West Hatcher, Phoenix, where you can use your Arizona Bank, Bank America. Fifth inning, three runs, four hits for the Dodgers, and of those four hits, they have doubled by Lefevre and Sizemore, single by Parker, and a home run by Lefevre. So Don Sutton is staked to a three-to-nothing lead, and he'll be pitching to Ivan Morrell, Nate Colbert, and Van Kelly. Morrell picking up for Al Ferrara, who made a tremendous diving catch of the ball hit by Will, but landed heavily and banged his head on the ground, and the sunglasses cut him just above the right eyebrow, and Ferrara had to leave. We're happy to say no stitches were required. So Morrell at the plate and takes the strike, going one. Ivan Morrell hitting 261. He has three home runs, 21 RBIs at one time in the Houston Astro organization. Strike one pitch, down and away. One and one. Morrell, rangy right-hand batter. One-one pitch on the way. Low ball two. Two and one. Morrell backs out. Two and one to Ivan. They're in the ninth inning in Atlanta. The Braves leading the Astros 3-2, thanks to Rico Cardi's two home runs. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Slider away, ball three. Three and one to Morrell. Sutton comes back to him, and the fastball is fouled to the screen. Three and two. The Padres have one hit off Sutton. That was a bloop single by Ferrara just over the outstretched glove of Wills. Sutton to the windup and the 3-2 pitch on the way. Fastball hit foul or first out of play. Slicing back deep in the lower deck. Crowd reacting to a scramble for it. Three and two. The next one is swung on and missed, strike three. Cincinnati failed to score in the fourth inning. So at the end of three and a half innings, it remains Giants two and Cincinnati nothing. That's Jim Merritt and Bob Bolin. Here's Nate Colbert, struck out in the second inning. Right-hand batter, good power. Sutton's first one is high, ball one. Don has four strikeouts. Colbert waiting, then slightly at the waist. Breaking ball is low, ball two, two and oh. Sutton's 2-0 pitch on the way. Low again, ball three. So he's pitching very carefully to Morrell, uh, to uh, Colbert after Morrell had struck out. Colbert has 21 home runs. So he deserves a silk glove treatment, and he's getting it. 3-0. and Wally Moon coaching at first, Sparky Anderson at third. Preston Gomez piloting the ball club by the bat rack. Here's a 3-0 pitch on the way. A strike, 3-1. 
Quiet gentlemen in the near corner of the San Diego dugout. Mr. Preston Gomez, believe me, without reservation, they don't come any better. 3-1 pitch is lifted to right field. Crawford moving to his left, now comes up a few steps. Hundred makes the catch. Two down. It is a tribute to Preston Gomez and to his equilibrium that in his first year with an expansion ball club, with all the growing pains that any new ball club has, he has remained completely unruffled. Boy, he's a great guy. Preston Gomez. Here's Van Kelly hit into a double play in the second inning. Sutton into the windup, change curve, missed inside to the left-hand batter. One ball and no spikes. Sutton comes right back, 1-0. Fastball, swung on and foul, tipped, 1-1. One one. Well, we're waiting for news out of Georgia. As soon as we get it, you still have it. Hoyt Wilhelm is pitching that ninth inning for Atlanta. He was the pitcher of record when Cardi hit the home run in the eighth to put the Braves in front. Kelly hits a fly ball to deep left field, but Gabe has some room. He's still on the grass and makes the catch on the rim of the track. So they're gone in the fifth inning, and Sutton is really mowing him down now, 11 in a row, and he has faced the minimum in five innings. He has faced only 15 batters. And at the end of four and a half innings, Dodgers three, Padres nothing. Did you know that Abraham Lincoln lost his home because of defective land titles? This famous American attributed his family's move to Indiana to difficulty in land titles. Three times, Abraham Lincoln's father, Thomas, bought farms in Kentucky, and each time he had legal difficulties with the title to the farm he thought he owned. These land transactions were enough to make a man seek a country where he could be sure of a good title. And Thomas Lincoln had come to the conclusion that Indiana offered such an opportunity. We at Arizona Title, in pointing to this bit of Lincoln history, note that it was from experience such as Lincoln's father suffered that the American industry of insuring land titles has grown. Hidden hazards may be attached to real estate. Forgeries, faulty surveys, hidden liens, conveyances by a minor or mentally incompetent person, the false representation of ownership, these and many more may cloud the title to land. Be secure. When you buy real estate, insist on a title insurance policy from Arizona Title. Arizona Title is synonymous with security. That's their business. Bottom of the fifth inning, the Dodgers leading the Padres three to nothing. For the Dodgers, three runs, four hits, and no errors. The Padres, no runs, one hit, and no errors. Clay Kirby is unable to get Lefevre out, and that's the story. Jimmy doubled home Parker in the second inning. And hit a home run with Parker aboard in the fourth. Maury Will starting it off. Will Sizemore Davis in the fifth inning. Clay Kirby. Beat on the rubber. Looks in to check Canizero. Now the right-hander delivers. And Will takes low. Ball one. Morey popped out, and then hit that sinking fly ball in left center in which Ferrara made such a fine play. The so Morey is 0 for 2 in a 13-game streak in jeopardy. The 1-0 pitch fouled to the screen, and the count 1-1. One one. One and 1-1, one, the count to Morey Wills. Frank Sikori out in front of the plate calling time for the moment. Giants failed to score in the fourth inning. Will fouls it off, one and two. 
At the end of four at Candlestick, the Giants two and Cincinnati nothing. But it's a big game right now. The report we're waiting for is out of Atlanta. Here's the one-two pitch. Will takes outside ball two. Atlanta leading Houston 3-2 in the ninth. Hoyt Wilhelm trying to pick up the victory for the Braves. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Just outside. Ball three. Three and two. Pitch to Wills. Hit back to the box. And they'll throw him out easily. So one away. Ted Sizemore coming up. Sizemore lined out. Arcia making a fine catch. Then he doubled, a leg double, when he hit the ball to left center, and Morales unable to come up with it hurriedly and cleanly, and Ted took the extra base. Kirby into the windup, and Clay delivers. Fastball for a strike. Willie Davis on deck. Three runs, four hits for the Dodgers. No runs, just one hit. For the Padres, a looping single by Ferrara, who is no longer in the game. There's a one-hopper, short hop by Arcia. He throws him out, and that's that. Boy, that second baseman is all over the place. Jose Arcia, not much of a hitter. He's got a fine glove every time the Dodgers have seen him. The game in Georgia is over, and the Braves won it 3-2. to two. So That's all over down here in Atlanta. The Braves win another rough one. The pitch to Davis is right. Rico Carty hit a two-run home run in the eighth inning to turn it around. Houston led 2-1. to one. Carty's second home run of the game with a man aboard gave the Braves a 3-2 to two win. Now the strike one pitch to Davis, low and away, one and one. We don't have the totals or anything. We do know that the Braves won it. They've now won six in a row, and they are feeling very much at home atop the heap in the Western Division. Here's the 1 1 pitch on the way to Willie Davis. Off speed and very high. Ball two. So the Braves have won 82. The Braves have closed out their series. They will now go to San Francisco. So the Braves will be playing the Giants, too, while the Dodgers playing the Reds. Three. Here's the two-one pitch. Davis takes breaking ball for a strike. Two and two. Hoyt Wilhelm pitched the ninth inning and picked up that victory. Two and two the count. The pitch to Willie Davis is a line drive base hit by the diving attempt of Arcia. And Willie's legging it for two. Morales throw. He's in there. The San Diego Padres have a fine-looking kid in center field, but he is a kid, and the Dodgers are running on him. Morales is just 20 years old, and they're putting a lot of pressure on him. That was a clean single, and Jerry just wasn't thinking about who hit it. And as he calmly came in and made sure the ball didn't go through him, Willie Davis proceeded to take the extra base. 
But Morales has shown enough. He's got speed, good hands, fine arm, and he'll learn to remember the hitters. So the Dodgers are piling up a couple of leg doubles, plus the booming one by Lefebvre. Gabe hits a fly ball to left field. It's playable. Morell is there. Ivan waits, puts it away, and the inning is over. No runs, a double, a man left. And at the end of five, Dodgers three, Padres nothing. Friends, chances are that some of you, being brand new to Southern California, never heard of Royal 76 Premium Gasoline, let alone used it. But you've probably noticed that our kind of driving is a bit different than it was yesterday in Chicago or New York or anywhere back east, which means you need a different type of gasoline geared to today's kind of driving, a gasoline that delivers power. Well, there's no gasoline made more powerful for today's cars than Royal 76 Premium, because Royal 76 is a balanced blend of eight fuels working together to give your car power right now. So if you're new to the area, go ahead, make that first stop into your Union Oil Dealer's service station and get a tank of Royal 76 Premium gasoline. And then you'll know why so many Southern California drivers say, when you're looking for someone to look after you, look up to 76. Through five innings, the Dodgers three runs, five hits, and no errors. For the Padres, no runs, just one hit, and that was a bloop single. Wills came very close to catching the ball, just missed it. And it was hit so slowly that Sizemore was backing up, fielded it on one bounce. But that's the only hit. Sutton has faced the minimum. He has faced 15 batters in five innings because after the base hit, he struck out Colburn and Kelly hit into a double play. Right now, our centennial celebrity being honored, one of the more popular ballplayers around Southern California, Al Zeke Zarilla, outstanding hitter in the American League. He once played alongside Ted Williams and Don DiMaggio in the Boston Red Sox outfield. So Al took his bow and just as quickly back inside. The pitch to Morales, the strike on one. So Jerry just 20, and he's getting his experience today on fleet-footed runners, taking extra bases on him. Strike one pitch to Morales. Blowing away, one and one. He catches fly balls like Mays, the basket style. And he exhibited an accurate arm when he threw Willie Crawford out in the second inning. One, one pitch to Morales. Curve ball hit the center, and it's hooking now, and it's going to go for a base hit. Davis plays it on a hop and gets it back in. So Morales singles to center. That is hit number two off Don Sutton. And it'll bring up catcher Chris Canazero, who made such a fine tag on Crawford. The Padres were fortunate that Canazero was able to avoid an injury because he had to make an awkward tag. His body was twisted. He was way off balance. And Crawford was coming like a runaway truck. Chris did it all, and he's still in the game. Canazero grounded out in the third inning. Right-hand hitting catcher. Play Kirby on deck. Sutton delivers. Fastball high. Ball one. Sutton, another look at Morales. The pitch to Canazero fouled to the wire, and the count one and one. Then the fifth inning at Candlestick. The Giants leading two to nothing on a two-run home run by Dick Dietz. The Dodgers are leading three to nothing big games. The Giants and the Dodgers trying to stay tied and hang tough back of the Braves. 
1-1 pitch on the way. Tap slowly to third, charging with fever. Up with it. Flips to Parker for the out. Morales takes second base. Of course, for the Reds, it's a very big ball game. Two ball clubs would pass them if the Reds lose and the Dodgers win. The Reds won game out in second place. They would suddenly find themselves, since there are two teams tied, they would be in third place two games back. Your attention, please. For the Padres, for Kirby, number 14, The batter is Larry Stahl, hitting for Clay Kirby with a runner at second. One out here in the sixth inning. Sutton at the belt has a look back at second base, and now Don works the plate in the change of strike. 0 1. Stahl hitting for Kirby, right hand to Tommy Dukes down in the bullpen. Sutton at the belt, looks at second, works the plate, and the fastball is high, one and one. Dodgers leading three to nothing. Thanks to Jimmy Lefebvre's bat, he's driven in all three runs. The one-one pitch, outside and high, ball two, two and one. Three runs, five hits for the Dodgers. They have a home run and three doubles. The Padres, no runs, two hits, both singles. Dodgers try to win eight out of nine here to take some of the sting out of losing five out of nine at San Diego. Now the 2-1 pitch. Stahl swings and doesn't get it. Strike two. Two and two. On deck, second baseman Jose Arcia. Sutton straightens up, looks back at Morales, now down to the plate, and it's sprayed foul off third down the line, slicing back into the lower deck, still two and two. Stall left hand hitter. Sutton trying to get him for the second out. Another look back at Morales. Now the right-handed delivers, and the breaking ball is low, so he's gone all the way to the pinch hitter, Larry Stahl. Stahl hitting just 194. His three home runs, 10 RBIs. Now the 3-2 pitch. In there, strike three call. Stahl started to go to first base, but instead... He'll take a sharp right-hand turn. So Stahl is caught looking. For Don Sutton, five strikeouts, and the batter is Jose Arcia, who struck out and flied to left. Second baseman 0 for 2. Morales still at second base. 3-0 Dodgers, sixth inning. Roberto Pena on deck. Sutton at the belt. Morales pretty good lead at second, and the pitch to Arcia, breaking ball for a strike, 0-1. Braves won. The Giants are leading. The Dodgers are leading. Both the Cubs and the Mets lost in the East. Arcia, rangy right-hand batter. 
struggling under the 200 mark, and he's over two today. A pickoff throw to Sizemore, not in time. Morales back. So it's still 0 1 to Arcia. Sutton ready, checking Morales. Strike one pitch on the way. Breaking ball, swung on and missed. Strike two. 0 and 2, the count to Jose Arcia. Haller sets the target. Morales waiting to be picked up with two outs. A strike two pitch. Fastball fouled away off to the right second deck. Still on two. Sutton very much in control of the game up to here. If he gets Arcia, he'll have pitched only 19 batters in six innings. 0-2. Apparently, the Reds are doing something at Candlestick to warrant a pitching change for the Giants anyway. The pitch to Arcia is inside. Of course, Bob Bolin is used both in starting and relief assignments. He has given way to Don McMahon in the fifth inning. So as soon as we get a further report, we'll pass it to you. One and two, the count to Arcia. Sutton looks at second base, works the plate, and the curveball got him swinging. That's a half a dozen strikeouts for Sutton. A man left for San Diego, their only man left on base. He's pitched only 19 batters in six innings, and at the end of five and a half, Dodgers three, Padres nothing. Sir, I've got a question for you right now. How many home runs did the Dodgers hit last year? Yeah, I don't uh, have any idea myself. That's a tough question to answer without a record book. But here's a suggestion. While you're thinking about it, pop open a can of Schlitz Malt Liquor. Why Schlitz Malt Liquor? Well, for openers, anything you're doing is a little more enjoyable with Schlitz Malt Liquor because it's got a big, bold kind of taste that zaps through a summer thirst. You see, Schlitz Malt Liquor is specially brewed to keep its boldness even when you ice it way down. It's a fact. Extreme cold actually dulls the taste of a lot of other brews. But it only makes Schlitz Malt Liquor taste that much better, that much bolder. And what else do you drink malt liquor for anyway? Say, next time you're out picking up the goodies for the weekend, don't forget, Schlitz Malt Liquor. Just look for the bull on the label. Let you know you've grabbed onto the biggest malt liquor around. Schlitz Malt Liquor. Nobody makes malt liquor like Schlitz. And by the way, the Dodgers hit 67 home runs last year, 42 on the road, 25 at home. As we go to the bottom of the sixth inning with the Dodgers leading the Padres three to nothing, Tom Dukes will pick up. We also have a chance to give you a little play-by-play on that game up at Candlestick Park. Lee May opened up with a single. Tommy Helms forced him. Woody Woodward then singled. That brought up the pitcher, Jimmy Merritt. He sacrificed to put runners at second and third. Pete Rose walked to load the bases. Bobby Tolan singled to drive in two runs, and that tied up the game 2-2. That brought up Alex Johnson, and he singled to drive in one run. That meant the Reds had scored three times and taken the lead 3-2, and that was all for Bolin. Don McMahon came in, and McMahon is pitching to Tony Perez with the Reds leading 3-2 and two men on base. So that's bringing you up to date on what's going on at Candlestick. Perez struck out. And that's it. They get three runs in the inning and take the lead, do the Reds. The pitch to Wes Parker, a strike. So the Reds scored three in the fifth inning, and they're leading 3-2 now at the end of four and a half innings. 
Dodgers leading 3-0 here in the sixth. Duke's fastball is low and inside. One ball and one strike. Tom Dukes, formerly with the Astros, bends one and he hung it and it's whacked into right field for a base hit. Brown hustles in to pick it up. So Parker comes up with his second hit. West is two for two plus a walk. Each time he has gotten aboard, Jimmy Lefevre has sent him home. Clay Kirby went five innings against the Dodgers, gave up three runs and five hits. And of the five hits, the Dodgers touched him for a home run and three doubles. Here's Crawford punting to the left of the mound. Dukes picks it up, goes to second just in time. A throw to first, not in time. So a force play on a nice play by Dukes, 1-6. From Tom to his shortstop, Pena. So one away, Crawford at first, and here is Jimmy Lefevre. And his bat has been the difference in the game. He doubled off the center field wall to drive in Parker in the second inning. And he homered with Parker aboard in the fourth. Crawford taking his lead at first, Colbert holding. Duke's ready and delivers, and Lefevre grounds one inside first. Fielded by Colbert on the bag, the tag by Pena on Crawford, and just like that, a double play. 3-6. So Lefevre hit the ball inside first. And if Colbert were not holding a man on, he'd have another base hit. But instead, it's turned into a double play. Nate Colbert to Roberto Pena. No runs a hit, nobody left. And at the end of six, Dodgers three, Padres nothing. You know, more and more companies today play a lot of different positions in the business world. They're in this and that and about everything. Well, our friend Farmer John continues to stick to the one business he knows best. And that business is pork. Well, maybe that's the reason Farmer John fresh pork roasts, pork chops, and spare ribs are the finest you can buy. Farmer John goes all the way back to the famous corn country for his pork. Then he ships this fine, fresh, eastern corn-fed pork out here live. And it's U.S. inspected and dressed fresh right here in the West. Most other packers, you know, ship their pork in frozen or cold storage. Well, that's why Farmer John pork is so fresh and so fresh-tasting. Enjoy a lean, luscious Farmer John pork roast soon. Or how about some sweet, succulent Parmesan pork chops? Or fix up a batch of marvelous, meaty Parmesan spare ribs. Well, just be sure to ask the butcher for Parmesan pork, gold medal winner at the California State Fair. Don't forget it, Parmesan. Through six innings, the Dodgers three runs, six hits, and no errors. The Padres no runs, two hits, and no errors. Don Sutton against Clay Kirby, who has now been relieved by Tom Deuce. Let's go to the seventh. For more play, here's Jerry. All right, Vinny, and for the Padres, Pena comes on to start it off. Roberto has grounded out and flied to right. Sutton has allowed two hits, single by Ferrara, single by Morales. All right, down to the windup, and his pitch on the way. Fastball to flow, one ball, no strike. Dodgers lead 3-0. The offense has been supplied and sparked by Lefevre, a double and a home run. Curve low ball, two, two balls and no strikes. Once more, Sutton checking signs, ready to go. Curve is too high, ball three, so Don goes behind the count. He has six strikeouts, has not walked a batter. Pitch comes inside, ball four, and on four straight, Pena draws a walk. 
Let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers radio network. Here's Ollie Brown at bat with Ivan Morrell on deck. Brown has grounded out twice to Teddy Sizemore. So Ollie batting 259 with 18 home runs and 52 runs batted in. Pitch on the way to Ollie. A pie ball one. And so Sutton now has missed with five straight. Don working here in the seventh inning. Here's the look in the pitch. Inside, ball two, and it's two and nothing now. Two balls, no strikes. All right, Sutton. Trying to find the strike zone again as he's gone behind to Brown. Pignon, first base. Down with a look to check and the pitch on the way. He missed again with a curve outside, ball three. Three and oh. Pete Nicholson will begin to throw in the Dodger bullpen. Moeller is lobbing some down there, but Joe's due to pitch on Tuesday. And now Red Adams calls time. He's going to go out and see what's bothering Sutton. So Don has walked one batter on four straight and has come 3-0 and to Brown. So he's made seven straight bad pitches. So Adams goes out, has a brief conversation with Don. now as Brown waits. 3 nothing score. Dodgers lead the pitch. In for a strike and it's 3 and 1. Brown will take it. Now he has a look at third base coach Sparky Anderson. Three balls and a strike. We're in the seventh inning. Dodgers are running the second and two in the fourth. The pitch to Ali is swung on and that's strike two. 3 and 2. Alright, it's 3 and 2. Pena at first base, and the pitch on the way. Brown hits a line drive base hit the center field. Pena goes to second base and stops as Willie Davis fires it back in. So Ollie Brown is on with a single to center. And now San Diego brings up Ivan Morrell, and he represents the tying run. So Morrell, the batter, with Colbert on deck and Kelly to follow. So Don Sutton now trying to put down a San Diego threat here in the seventh. The first two men up get on. All right, Don, getting a sign from Haller. The infield double plate up. Curve is in for strike to Morrell. Morrell batting 261. He has three homers and 21 runs batted in. Dodgers three, Padres nothing. Here again is the stretch, the look, and the pitch. Strike two with a good curveball. 0-2 now to Morrell. Nate Colbert on deck. Nothing in two counts. Now Sutton wants Hunter to go through the signs again. So Morrell backs out to think that one over. Nothing in two of the counts. All right, Don ready to go out of a stretch. Two on. Nobody out the pitch. Fastball just missed, and it's one and two. Tried to get the outside corner. Pena on second base, Brown on first to walk into single to open the seventh inning. Padres' top home run man is on deck. Here's the one and two pitch. Curveball swung on him as strike three. So he struck him out. That's seven strikeouts for Sutton. And it brings up Nate Colbert, who has struck out and flied to right. So here's Colbert coming on. He has 21 home runs, 49 runs batted in. 
Ollie Brown has 18 home runs, Ferrara 13, and Spezio 13. So Colbert is a bat, and Sutton now trying to work carefully to him. High pop foul out of play behind home plate. Strike one, the count to Colbert, batting fifth in the order. Atlanta pulled it out, beat Houston three to two, a sweep of the series. They've won six in a row. The Astros have lost four in a row and have fallen to five and a half behind and are really down deep now. The Dodgers started their skid in Osteen's great game there. Pickoff play, not in time. When Osteen beat the Astros in Houston in the last game the Dodgers were there on Thursday, that really stung them. And they go to Atlanta and lose three straight. 0-1 the count. Here's the pitch on the way to Colbert. Half swing, it's in for a strike. 0-2, good curveball, so Sutton has good breaking stuff today. Nothing in two. No balls, two strikes, one out. Brown at first. At second base is Pena. There's a curve low inside for ball, and it's one and two. The Giants, no runs in one hit. And their turn at bat in the last half of the fifth. So as we go to the sixth inning at Candlestick, it is three to two, the Reds lead. The Giants won the opening game, and the Reds won yesterday, and now lead three to two in this one. The Reds will be here tomorrow night. Fastball misses outside ball two, two, and two. Osteen will go against Kreininger tomorrow. Doubleheader Tuesday with the Reds. Nolan and Arrigo for Cincinnati. Singer and Muller for the Dodgers. Two and two. Two to the count to Nate Colbert. Sutton ready. Looks, delivers. Two to the count to Nate Colbert. Sutton ready. Looks, delivers. Curve. Call strike three. Struck him out with a good breaking ball. Eight strikeouts for Don Sutton. Colbert is standing at the plate talking with umpire Sikor. He's still there, still talking. He refuses to leave and now slowly walks across home plate and back toward the dugout. He couldn't believe it. So Nate Colbert called out on strikes and here's Van Kelly coming up. Kelly has three home runs and 14 runs batted in his batting average, 244. In that fifth inning for the Giants, Willie Mays made the last out on a long drive to Tolan in right center and came with a man on base. But the end of five, Reds lead the Giants three to two. The pitch to Kelly. Curve is low, ball one. One other count. Crowd today, 16,478. Fastball outside, ball one. One and one to Kelly. With 
Left-hand hitter waiting. Checking the pitch. Curve too high. Ball to a two and one. Two balls and the strike. Two on. The first two men up got on. And Sutton now struck out Morrell and Colbert and working on Kelly with a 2-1 count. Here's the look and here's the pitch. Curve inside. Ball three and it's a 3-1 count now. Of course, each hitter he pitches to in this spot represents the tying run. And now he is in danger of putting it on base. 3-1 the count with two out. Here's the look and the pitch. Fly ball to left field. Gabe going back on it. Still back at the track and he's got it. Kelly out on a fly ball to the opposite field to Gabrielson near the track. No runs, one hit, two left on, and the score at the end of six and a half innings. Dodgers three, and the Padres nothing. Last half of the seventh inning, Dodger fans standing for the stretch. Tommy Haller coming on now. Tom today has walked, locked up. Haller batting 261, five over, 36 runs batted in. Wild Wild West rolling along the Atlanta Braves with a six-game winning streak trying to maintain their league lead. They are one over the Reds, a game and a half over the Dodgers and the Giants. Here's the pitch, a strike to Haller. The Dodgers trying to keep pace. The Reds and the Giants, of course, playing each other. And tomorrow, it will be Atlanta at San Francisco Monday and Tuesday. Then the Braves come here Wednesday and Thursday. Pitches inside for a ball, one and one. I believe they play a day game tomorrow at San Francisco. They do play daytime tomorrow and a night game on Tuesday. Here's a foul back over the screen, one and two. Houston plays at San Francisco on Wednesday and Thursday, both day games. The Dodgers, of course, play there on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Houston goes to San Diego tomorrow night. There's a swing and a miss, and Haller strikes out. So Tom Dukes gets his first strikeout, and the first Dodger to strike out today. And here's Don Sutton at bat, and Don has pitched a free hitter up to now. All right, Sutton at bat, fly it out into a double play and ground it out in the fourth. The Giants play only night games on Tuesdays and Fridays. The rest of their games are played in the daytime. One ball, no strikes to Sutton. Fastball comes in, low ball two. Two-nothing count. Now the windup and the pitch on the way. Breaking ball is a strike. Two and one to Don Sutton. The Reds lead the Giants three to two. Atlanta beat Houston three to two. Here's a swing and a miss for Sutton. Strike two, two and two. In the Eastern Division, the Pirates snapped the Mets' ten-game winning streak five to three. Steve Blass beat Ryan, and the Cardinals in 10 innings beat the Cubs 2-1. Gibson, the winning pitcher, and Brock had a home run to do it, and Holtzman was the losing pitcher. 
the Reds are out in the sixth inning with nothing across, and Sutton strikes out for the second out. So they've played five and a half at Candlestick, three to two in favor of Cincinnati. Here's Maury Wills at bat, and Maury now has his hitting streak on the line, and he was robbed of a base hit in the third when Ferrara made a shoestring catch, a diving catch, actually. And Al cut his face with his glasses and had to leave the game, but Wills has not had a hit. Maury has a 13-game streak going. He's got a 10 and a 14 this year. Takes low with a sinker. One ball, no strikes. Maury's average at 283, and he's looking for a base hit now. Streaks to Maury are not as important as winning, and the curveball is too high ball, too. And, of course, that's the case with all players. The streaks come with it, and they help you win. That's the way Willie Davis felt about his streak. As long as he was in a streak, the ball club was winning. He was helping them win. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Low for ball. 3-0 now to Maury. Simply give him the green light on 3-0. They might let him swing away in this spot. Dodgers lead 3 to nothing, and there are two outs. 3-0 count. If Maury wants this one, he'll probably get a chance to cut at it. Now Duke's ready, delivers. And it's in for strike three and one. Three balls, one strike. Here's the windup in the pitch. Maury takes strike two, caught the inside corner with it, so he's had two he didn't like. Not that they weren't strikes. It was just not that he didn't get the pitch that he wanted to swing at. So now he's waiting again. 3-2. He'll have to go for this one, of course. 3-2 pitch. Bounce toward third. Foul. Down the left field line. So it's a 3-2 count to Wills. All right, Maury waiting. Big Tom Dukes, the right-hander, into the windup, and his pitch to Wills. Bounce towards shortstop. Pena in the hole. Backhand. Long throw is just in time, and Wills is out. Side retired in the seventh inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. None left on him. The score through seven. The Dodgers three, and the Padres nothing. Hey, Johnny Weismiller, who did you look up to in all those Tarzan epics? I usually looked up to the monkeys. They were always a few lines ahead of me. And I looked up to my elocution teacher. He taught me how to say, Oh, Hey, Johnny Weismuller, who do you look up to when your car starts getting ahead of you? That's when I look up to 76. Those guys are real swingers when it comes to keeping my car on a beaten path. When you're looking for someone to look at you, look up to 76. For product and service that you want to choose, look up to 76. Union 76 dealers know about cars. They live with them all day. Plus, they've got the best gasolines around and 76 revolving credit to help you pay the bill. Drop in. Don't get caught out on the limb. When you're looking for someone to look at you, look up in 76. All right, let's move along into the eighth inning of the ball game. Dodgers lead 3-0 on Lefevre's double and home run. Don Sutton all tuned up, ready to go. Let's go back to action. Here's Vinny. All right, Jerry. Jerry Morales, the center fielder, will start it off. He'll be followed by Chris Canizero and the hitter for Tommy Dukes. 3 nothing Dodgers on six hits. The Padres no runs, three hits. Sutton has had to face just one challenge, and he met it head-on in the seventh inning and picked up two strikeouts. Don into the windup, and the pitch to Morales swung on and missed, 0-1. Billy McCool 
who appeared in last night's ball game, throwing in the San Diego bullpen. Sutton strike one pitch, fastball, popped in the air to right field. Crawford coming in for it now, and Willie's there. Makes the catch, one away. Chris Canizero grounded out twice, 0 for 2. Made a fine defensive play, making a very difficult tag. That was back in the second inning. Dodgers scored a run in the second inning. Parker singled, and Lefevre doubled him over. And in the fourth inning, Parker walked, and with one out, Lefevre homered. And that's it. That and the strong pitching of Sutton, and it's 3-0 Dodgers with one out in the eighth. Don Sutton, both feet on the rubber, looks to Haller. Canizero waiting. Don into the windup and the pitch to Chris. Fouled away. Off to the right upstairs. 0-1. The Cincinnati Reds will be here tomorrow night. They're leading the Giants 3-2 in the bottom of the sixth inning. They'll be here tomorrow night and then a doubleheader, twilight night, Tuesday evening. Strike one pitch is ground ball to Will's left. Morey is up with it easily and across to Parker. So two down in the eighth. Now Ed Spezio will come out of the San Diego dugout and hit for pitcher Tom Dukes. Spezio. Here's Ed for the Padres. Batting for Dukes. Number seven, Ed Spezio. Spezio, right-hand batter hitting 239. He has 13 home runs, 36 runs batted in. For San Diego, Colbert is the big man with 21 home runs. Then you have Brown at 18, and Ferrara and Spezio, 13 each. On the message board, it says, and a happy birthday, number questionable, to Gary Doggett on his natal day, this 14th of September. Here's the 1-0 pitch on the way to Spezio, a spike, 1-1. One one. Don Sutton trying to give him a piece of cake today, and Jerry has the cake to prove it. What's he saying that Andy Martin sent him over a beautiful birthday cake today. A pitch filed off by Spezio, one and two. Two out in the eighth. Dodgers three, Padres nothing. Sutton reading Haller. Here's the one-two pitch. Check swing, and it's low. The Dodgers started to walk off. Frank Sicori said no, and the count two and two. Two balls and two strikes to Ed Spezio. Here's the two-two pitch on the way. Breaking ball, a big bounce at the third. Backhanded by Lefevre, his throw in the dirt, and Parker holds on to it for the last out. Nice play by West to stay with it. Padres are gone in the eighth, and at the end of seven and a half. Dodgers three, Padres nothing. Well, I'm like you. I listen to the radio a lot. Hear an announcer say something about, why don't you go out to the cooler and get yourself a cold you-know-what? And I thought to myself all the times that I've asked you to go for a burgie. You know, we've been giving you an awful lot of good free advice. Well, a little later on decided to pop open one. Just as good as the first one, maybe even better. Well, it's like we've told you. Bergie's a light, refreshing, comfortable kind of beer. So, right now, why don't you go out to the refrigerator and get yourself a Bergie? A dry day, cold 
Inning, the Dodgers leading the Padres three to nothing. Billy McCool coming in from the bullpen to pick up. He'll be the third San Diego pitcher. Clay Kirby and Tom Dukes preceded him to the mound. Chance to give you a reminder about Danny Goodman's stretch drive bargain special and souvenirs. For a dollar, then your name and address and get six eight by ten color photos of Dodger players, the Dodger rabbit's foot bat and keychain, and the Dodger 1969 yearbook. Send your name and address and one dollar to Danny Goodman, Dodger Stadium. Los Angeles 90012. I told you about the upcoming schedule with the Reds coming in Monday and Tuesday, Twilight Night or Tuesday, and Atlanta Wednesday and Thursday. The Dodgers then go out briefly for a week to San Francisco and Cincinnati, and then came home to face the Giants and Houston. And there are three more portrait dates at Dodger Stadium, so you have a chance to complete your collection of these great Nick Volpe portraits of the Dodgers. A free portrait of Bill Sudeikis to all attend the September 15th game. That's tomorrow night with Cincinnati. A free portrait, naturally, of Don Drysdale to all who attend his day, Saturday afternoon, September the 27th. And a free portrait of Claude Osteen to all fans at the game of September the 30th. That's a night game with Houston. Hope you make your plans to be with us. The Giants got a run on a scoring fly ball. McCovey had gotten aboard on a walk and scored after Barnes had singled. Dick Dietz hit what looked like a perfect double play ball to Tommy Helms, who bobbled it, and they could only get a force instead of a double play. So that allowed Ken Henderson to come up, and he hit a fly ball to left field. McCovey's scoring. So the Giants have scored a run, and it's all even up there, 3-3 in the seventh inning. We're in the bottom of the eighth, and Ted Sizemore takes low, ball one. One and oh. So lots going on these days and nights, and hope you'll be out here with us. While the Dodgers are playing the Reds, of course, the Giants will be entertaining Atlanta. And we'll be able to keep track of the Braves and Giants, play by play. Comes to us and also on the message board. Monday afternoon... They will have played by the time the Dodgers and Reds go at it, and then Tuesday night we'll watch them play after play. Pitch to Sizemore, outside, ball three. Three and oh. Here's a 3-0 pitch to Sizemore, taken for a strike, three and one. Billy McCool working to Ted Sizemore and a 3-1 pitch is a fastball low and he's aboard. Clay Kirby had walked three men, one of the three intentionally. Tom Dukes in his two innings did not walk a batter and now McCool starts off by walking Sizemore. So here's Willie Davis, grounded to short, flied to right and legged a double on a base hit up the middle in the fifth inning. So Willie won for three. Sizemore held on by Colbert. McCool has a look over there. Willie around to bunt, takes the bat away, and the pitch high and outside, ball one. 
Len Gabrielson on deck. McCool's 1-0 pitch. Davis around to bunt, then suddenly cocked it back as if he was going to swing away and takes low, ball two. 2-0. Two oh. Dodgers leading 3-0. The Braves won. The Giants and Cincinnati are all even. The Cubs and the Mets lost. Here's a 2-0 pitch to Davis. He looks and takes a strike. And he really shortened up on the bat. He was about holding it midway. 2-1 to Willie Davis. Nothing Dodgers in the eighth inning. McCool to look over at Sizemore. Now Bill ready in the 2-1 pitch. Willie bunts foul off to the left of the plate. And the count two and two. Willie Davis has sacrificed on fly balls five times this year. He has not sacrificed with a bunt. and two, the count to Willie Davis. McCool looks at Sizemore. Billy Reddy and delivers. And the pitch, line drive at Pena. He goes back to Colbert. They double up Sizemore. So Willie Davis lines into the double play. Two down. Bases empty in the eighth. And Len Gabrielson starts to come up. He'll be called back. They figured to make a defensive change on Len in the ninth inning. And Andy Costco will come up and swing against Billy McCool. Well, last night, Walter Olson gave Von Joshua a chance to make his debut in left field. So Costco now will hit for Gabe here in the eighth with two out and the base is empty. Gabe went 0 for 3. By the way, when the Padres come up in the ninth inning and they're trailing three to nothing, Arcia, Pena, and Brown are due up. Whether Preston Gomez goes to his bench or not for hitters, we'll see. He's used Stahl and Spezio. He lost the services of Al Ferrara for the game after Al made a great play in the third inning. And he has used Ivan Morrell to replace Ferrara. The Costco at the plate. Two down in the eighth, three-nothing Dodgers. Don Sutton trying to pick up his fifth shutout as well as his 16th victory. McCool ready and delivers, and Costco takes outside. Ball one. Here's the 1-0 pitch on the way to Andy Costco. Low in the dirt and foul back. Or bounced up. Either way, it got a little bit of Frank Sicori, the plate umpire. Turno, the count to Costco. Billy McCool into the windup, and the left-handed delivers. Fastball down and away. Ball three. Three and oh. 
Costco has a look at Danny Ozark. Here's a 3-0 pitch on the way. McCool misses outside, ball four, and will pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. In Phoenix, Arizona, KTAR, Radio 620. Taking care of your cars, the prime concern of the train technicians at Meyer Shell Service, 3201 West Campbell, Phoenix, where you could use your Arizona Bank, Bank America. Vaughn Joshua is going to run for Andy Costco, and Vaughn will be playing left field in the ninth inning, as he did last night. He's a speedster. Vaughn Joshua. So Joshua at first base with two out in the eighth. Dodgers three, Padres nothing, and here is Wes Parker bidding for a perfect day. He has two singles and a walk, and he has scored twice. The pitch to Wes. Tried to check on a pitch. It's a strike. A throw to first, not in time. 0-1. The Reds went out quickly in the seventh inning on three fly balls. So the Giants come up in the bottom of the seventh, and the ball game tied at 3-3. McCool looks at Joshua, the pitch to Parker, hit on the hands, a little foul to the right. Canizero is there now. He's got it. So Parker fouls to Canizero, and for the Dodgers, no runs, no hits, a man left. And at the end of eight, Dodgers three, Padres nothing. Friends, baseball season is also the season for picnics, campouts, patio parties, and easy, quick-to-prepare suppers. And Farmer John can add a lot to the fun of your warm-weather feasting with his fresher-than-fresh Farmer John luncheon meats. There's Farmer John all-meat bologna, Farmer John sliced-cooked ham, Farmer John liverwurst, Braunschweiger, salami, and many more. Pick your favorites, and they're sure to please, because Farmer John luncheon meats are made with the very best meat, fresh eastern corn-fed pork, and fresh, lean, juicy, homegrown beef. Like all his products, Farmer John luncheon meats are always strictly fresh, and all, remember, were gold medal winners at the California State Fair. You know, Farmer John bacon and Farmer John ham, but now discover Farmer John's luscious luncheon meats. Look for Farmer John luncheon meats in the delicatessen section of your favorite market. And if you can't find what you're looking for, be sure to ask for it, and in a loud, clear voice, Farmer John. Ninth inning, Dodgers three runs, six hits, no errors. Padres no runs, three hits, no errors. Von Joshua, who ran for Andy Costco, who in turn had batted for Len Gabrielson. Joshua is in left field. Only change for the Dodgers. In the ninth inning, Jose Arcia is due up, and he will not come up. So Preston Gomez will go to the bench at the outset. Jim Williams, an outfielder, right-hand batter, will start it off. So Williams hitting for Arcia. He's one for three. Sutton's first pitch is strike, going one. Don has not won a game in a month. It was the 15th of August when he picked up a victory, and he has turned in a great performance so far today. Three hits, no runs, through eight. Breaking ball, swung on and foul tipped, 0 and 2. In fact, the Padres have mustered only one challenge in the seventh inning on a walk and base hit with nobody out. Sutton turned around and struck out Morell and Colbert, got Kelly on a fly ball, and that was that. Don strike two pitch, 
over, fastball, strike three called, and it didn't take long to get Williams. So Jimmy Williams is out on three pitches, and the batter will be Roberto Pena. For Don Sutton, that is his ninth strikeout. Pena has grounded out, flied to right, and walked. 0 for 2. Pena takes outside, ball one, one and off. They get a bulletin out of candlestick in that ball game up there. Pena swings and staggers across home plate. He swung so hard, one and one. In the bottom of the seventh inning, the Reds and Giants even 3-3. We don't know all the particulars yet, but we do know that Willie Mays has just gotten a single to drive in a run. So the Giants are leading Cincinnati 4-3 in the seventh. Pena hits a two-hopper to Wills. Morey stays with it as he plays it at his left ankle and throws him out. Don Sutton has had a very easy day. It looks like he is going to pitch to only 29 batters in nine innings. Let's just add him up to make sure. Make it 30 batters if he gets Ollie Brown. So just three over the minimum. Morales Singleton was left on base in the sixth inning and then the two men in the seventh. Otherwise, he's gotten them three at a time. Ollie Brown grounded out twice and singled. He's one for three. Sutton's fastball is belted to left field. Back goes Joshua, but that thing is gone. Halfway up the left field bleachers. And Brown gives it the home run trot just as soon as he hits first base. And he'll take a while before he touches them all. Ollie, Ollie's enjoying every step along the way. Well, why not? It's his 19th. So Ollie Brown bombs one for Don Sutton. That is the 23rd home run that he has allowed. He leads the staff in home runs allowed. So a two-out home run, and here is Ivan Morell. So the Padres get on the board, if nothing else, with the long home run by Ollie. Dodgers leading 3-1. to one. The pitch to Morell, high and away, ball one. Jim Brewer begins to throw in the Dodger bullpen. There's somebody else down here whom we can't see. It would figure to be either Mickelson or Lamb. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Morell. Fastball tapped slowly to third. Lefevre up with it, throws, gets him, and that's that. The impossible dream has finally occurred for Sutton. He's been after that 16 victory for six times. And he finally gets it on the seven. The last time he won a month ago, and he does it today. But we'll have the totals, the winning and losing pitchers, right after this message. Kemper headquarters in the Valley is Camp West Industries, 2802 Grand Avenue in Phoenix, just north of Thomas Road. Camp West, featuring two outstanding lines of quality campers, Tramper Camper and Travette, and 75 different models to choose from. They've got a camper to suit your needs, your budget, with prices starting as low as $189. Both Tramper Camper and Travette feature a lifetime warranty for as long as you own the camper. See Tramper Camper with all the luxury of more expensive campers. And Trevette, the Cadillac of campers. And you do-it-yourselfers, you'll find everything you need to build your camper at Camp West. Aluminum skins and windows, ice boxes, stoves, 
water pumps, water pressure systems. You name it, if they don't have it, they'll get it for you. And remember, for quality, price, and service, see Camp West Industries. Easy to get to from anywhere in the valley. They're at 2802 Grand Avenue, just north of Thomas Road and a block west of Black Canyon Freeway. Camp West is open six days a week, Monday through Friday till 9, Saturday till 5. Remember, before you buy your camper, see Camp West, your volume camper dealer. The total's on the ballgame for the Dodgers, three runs, six hits, and no errors. For the Padres, one run, four hits, and no errors. Don Sutton gets his 16th. He's lost 15, and he's 2-2 two and two at the Padres this year. Clay Kirby is the loser. He's now 5-19 and 19 and 0-1 and with the Dodgers. It was the last game of the year between the two clubs. The Dodgers winning 12 of the 18, winning 8 of the 9 here at Dodger Stadium to take some of the sting out of the four they lost down at the border city. So the Dodgers won it, the bat of Lefevre and the strong right arm of Don Sutton, 3-1. to one. The Reds will be here tomorrow night and in a twilight night doubleheader Tuesday night. Tomorrow night it'll be Claude Osteen after his 20th and probably Tony Cloninger for Cincinnati. Warm-up 7.40, game time at 8. Once again, the final score, Dodgers 3, Padres 1. Now this is Ben Scully along with Jerry Doggett inviting you to stay tuned to the post-game show coming right up. to Dodger Baseball, brought to you by your Union 76 dealer, who invites you to fill up with Royal 76 Premium, the gasoline for today's kind of driving, by Farmer John Meats, easternmost in quality, westernmost in flavor, and by Bergie, the comfortable beer. Stay tuned now for the post-game show, coming up next. In Phoenix, this is KTAR Radio 620. You can charge your purchases and take many months to pay at Baptist Hospital of Scottsdale, 7400 East Osborne Road, Scottsdale, where you can use your Arizona Bank, Bank of Error card. Hi, this is Jerry Lewis. The young people growing up in Eastern Europe today have never lived under any political system but communism. They have been brought up and educated solely in the communist way of life. It is frightening to think that a whole generation of East Europeans could grow up to positions of leadership with such a one-sided background. Fortunately, the communist regimes have not been able to maintain their monopoly of information. For 19 years, the powerful voice of Radio Free Europe has been cutting through the wall of propaganda surrounding the young people of Czechoslovakia, Hungary, Poland, Romania, and Bulgaria. RFE brings them complete, accurate, and unbiased news and information, filling in the gaps and correcting the distortions of the communist media. As a result, the East European youth are able to make up their own minds about the world and are turning more and more to Western ideas and ideals. For more information, write to Radio Free Europe, Box 1969, Mount Vernon, New York. Thank you. Get your hands on a Toyota, and you'll never let go. The Dodger Post Game Show, brought to you by your local Arizona Toyota dealer. See him soon for America's lowest-priced hardtop, the Toyota Corona, and by the good sound of KTAR. The totals on the Dodgers to beat the Padres. Three runs, six hits, and no errors. For the Padres, one run, four hits, and no errors. Don Sutton, the winner. Clay Kirby, the loser. I'm sure you are very much interested now in what's going on up at Candlestick. In the bottom of the seventh inning, 
the Giants came up, and let's see, Bob Etheridge pinch hit for pitcher Don McMahon and singled. Tito Fuentes sacrificed. Hunt bunted and was thrown out, so with two down and Etheridge at third, Willie Mays singled in a run. Then Clay Carroll came in from relief, and Willie McCovey singled against that shift again. That put runners at first and third, and Carroll promptly struck out Bobby Barnes to end the inning. So at the end of seven now, the score, the Giants four, Cincinnati three. Frank Lindsay is now pitching for San Francisco. Bobby Tolan struck out, and Alex Johnson was hit by the pitch. So the tying run is at first base with one out in the eighth. We'll have more about that a little bit later on. <laughs> 